So hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabel and today I'm speaking with Jaylene Tracy on vibrational genetics. And Jaylene is a vibrational geneticist who works with tones and light language to shift cellular epigenetic and DNA levels working with multidimensional beings. She harmonizes and adjusts the physical DNA to its crystalline DNA counterpart in order to shift the physical, mental and emotional body into a state of coherence and health. She works with Ascended Masters, Arcturians and a Mantis Collective. She is here as an ambassador for this benevolent group of mantis beings who are teaching humanity how to heal themselves and assist with Gaia's ascension. And her website is jaylenetracy.com. I'll send a link out with this podcast. Hi, Jaylene. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me, Steve. That's all right. Uh, now, when I looked at your kind of bio, I saw you had a very big um, kind of scientific background. Can you say something about how did you get into this work? Where did you come from and how did you shift into it? Sure, sure. I'd uh, be happy to. So I, I do have a background in science. I studied, studied molecular biology in college and worked on genome projects and then immediately went into biotech where I worked for um, different genomics companies making tools for research. So I spent a lot of time in that world and really had always been fascinated by DNA. So during my studies, uh, when I was in college, uh, it was almost like vocational school for me because I knew <clears throat> exactly what I wanted to do, that I went in with a really clear understanding that I wanted to study DNA and work with DNA. And it had always been uh, the most fascinating part of biology for me. So at the time, I didn't know where all of that influence came from, but later was to discover when I started doing my healing work that I was uh, indeed influenced by other other beings that were helping me to cultivate that interest in DNA for specific purposes. Um, but I came to move out of biotech and into uh, healing directly with people um, through a really long process whereby I, I didn't set out to become a healer at all. In fact, I happened chanced to run into uh, a school friend uh, who I'd grown up with since I was five years old and you know, kindergarten all the way through school. And I found out she was a psychic medium. Mm. And I'd always been fascinated by that type of work, but I'd never gone to anyone because I didn't trust that they were legitimately accurate or that it was real. And I was really a staunch atheist and um, had grown up, you know, I thought you died and rotted in a hole in the ground. And <laughs> that mm. was my line. Um, I was really wary of religion. I'd grown up atheist in my household. And uh, religion to me just seemed like a device of control of the masses, mm. you know, another form of government, and um, had been responsible for so many deaths on this planet. So I, I didn't have a mm. good perspective of all of that. Mm. And um, so what I did was, when I had the session with this past friend of mine, it really, um, for the first time, I think, cracked me open to being more open to... Um, I had had some metaphysical experiences growing up, but I really hadn't ever linked it up into uh, angels or uh, that there was anybody around us, entities or, or energies around us that might be giving us information or um, helping us or you know providing warmth and comfort and love to us. I really felt very alone in the world in that sense. And it was affecting all of my relationships because I hadn't had a great um childhood and and so because of that i i had had i had some uh i would say relationship challenges with my husband i was married and had three kids and from the outside everything looked really hunky-dory but 
actually we were having quite a bit of issues with each other because we weren't really connecting, which was truly my, my fault mm. or I would say my lack of ability to connect with another human being because of my defenses. Hmm. And so when I had this session with my friend Jenny, she really cracked me open to start my own journey because at the end of the session, after she had shocked and awed me with all the information she knew, she said, here's the other thing. I think you're actually going to be doing this work, and which of course I was incredulous about because I came from the scientific world. Hmm. And I came from very black and white thinking. And um, so when she told me that, she piqued my interest. And I immediately went down to the library and like a good little scientist, I checked out about 15 different books about psychic development and you know, all the different um, meditation and everything else. And, and I'd actually done some meditation in college um, and had some pretty good results uh, studying Buddhism. But um, anyway, so I started that odyssey. And I, of course, I hid everything from my family because I was embarrassed. I thought, oh, they're going to think I'm a wacko. I'm reading this book about psychic development. And uh, they're going to think it's the dark arts. And, you know, it was all about magic. And it was really just I came at it from that side thinking, you know, maybe I can influence my life in that way. Not because I was setting out to make my relationship better, but of course, once you start digging into the energetic world and you start to unravel and discover more about yourself, then you start to soften a bit. You start to connect into your heart, which Mm. took me several years. Um, uh, so that, that's how the journey started. And then I had a friend taking Reiki and I, I tried Reiki and I uh, took that class and then became a Reiki master and started working with friends and family and then, uh, ventured into, um, something called theta healing. Yeah. I've met the founder. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I did a few courses in theta healing because I had a friend who was teaching it. And I have to say that that is probably one of the keystone, um, processes I went through to help start to release a lot of density and belief systems I had that were really keeping me stuck in Mm. place. And it really uh, started to peel those layers back because not only was I keeping out my loved ones, but I was also keeping out any benevolent energies around me. I was just totally shut down. I wasn't, as I now know, feeling into my environment and absorbing um, information from my electromagnetic environment. I was really just um, sort of living in a numb state. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize. I think this is the issue for so many of us. We don't even realize how numb we are. Yeah, sure. Well, it, sounds, then, it sounds like your work with vibrational genetics, you've found a way of combining uh, the, the energy healing with your, spirit, with your, sorry, your scientific background. This somehow merged and mixed and fused and right. something new has come out. Is that right? It is right because when I was doing Reiki and Theta Healing and studying all the other stuff, I really felt like, they were great, but I thought these just don't have enough scientific grounding for me to me, for for me to feel comfortable saying that this is the work that I do. For me, it just I needed to have one foot grounded in more scientific reality because that's a big part of who I am. And so um, then I studied something called body talk, and body talk was taught by um, a dear friend of mine who is a PhD epigeneticist. And so she brought a lot of that information and, and rekindled all of that information in my brain, as well as merging it with this metaphysical um, focus-based healing modality that's um, really uh, comprehensive and studying and understanding anatomy and biochemistry. 
-hmm. but also using energy and working with people's thoughts and beliefs and ideas and helping to shift that. And it, and it goes down to the molecular DNA level. So that was where I had my aha moment that I didn't have to divorce all my scientific background in order to be metaphysical. And in fact, of course, as we know, the two used to be one and the same before they were separated by the church. Yes. Once upon a time, right? And <laughs> we're all, all these uh, people that studied philosophy and science and the great thinkers, right? They, it was all one at one point, and it all got... Um, separated out and especially the way medicine is today is it's very separate and I saw that bringing those two together was really the way for people to heal so um, long story short while I was doing body talk is when I began connecting with other interdimensional beings it wasn't because of my Reiki or my other stuff I mean it all led up to it but it was really when I was in getting certified for body talks I was spending hours upon hours in a meditative state working with people so i had to get a lot of people certified or a lot of people worked on before i could get certified so it was then that i started to see this being um coming up through the table and basically informing me what was going on with the people i was working with because body talk has this very um detailed intricate protocol that you go through to hit every part of the body so you don't miss anything and she was basically coming in and giving me the whole story the download and at first, I, I, I wasn't quite sure if that was um, accurate. So then I would check it with my protocol. I'd get the same information. And then I would ask the person, and I'd get affirmation that that was correct. Mm. So then I just started trusting it. She was just giving me the whole download. And at first, I didn't understand who or what she was. You know, it was this very large being, robe on. But occasionally, when I would work with a friend who was uh, psychic or very intuitive, they would ask me, who's that being in the room? <laughs> You see her too. Okay. Uh, So that's really the genesis of what started my collaboration and connection with these beings, which turned out to be Mantis. And they explained to me that they um, are, I I first connected with them because I always connect into the earth first when I do my sessions. And they they told me that they were here in service to the earth. Yeah. The earth was a very, very special being that was going Um, moving through ascension as we all are and her evolution is our co-evolution and that they care about humanity because they care deeply for the earth and that they're here to help heal humanity all the way down to that molecular level they're um, they're uh, genetic masters they're uh, they have par excellence in the healing environment and they use sound though as a way of healing because sound is the vibration. Everything carries vibration because everything is energy. And sound is is one of those steps into uh, energy becoming form. Mm. It starts right as light and it vibrates into form and the electron and the atoms come into form um, through the vibration of that light into sound and then into matter. And um, so she taught me that instead of using the tapping, as I was doing, that sound was a far more fluent, gentle, and effective way of shifting DNA and other elements in the body and moving energy. And so that's where the sound came from. Wow, because I had to look at your website and it says um, something like using sound coded uh, or light coded sound frequencies, Jaylene shifts DNA, neural patterns, discordant energetic imprints, bringing the body into a state of activation, enhanced function, harmonized with expansive universal energies. So wasn't this a bit of a 
a shift for your left brain kind of background to start going into light coded sound frequencies with mantis beings. That sounds a pretty big shift for you. It was a big shift. And I have to tell you, I was frightened when it first started happening. And I thought, I don't have a background in singing. Um, I don't particularly have a great voice. You can ask any of my kids and they'll confirm that for you. Um, But uh, they were adamant. They just kept saying, this is what you've got to do. This is what you've got to do. And I would hear the tones while I was working with people. So with close friends um, that I trusted, I started to let them know this is what I'm hearing. And they just encouraged me. And so I started trying it and I worked with a number of people that were very kind. (laughs) I think that's key to have a community that as these things start to get downloaded with us and and start to come forward that you have some people that you can practice on and work with and that have no expectations, right? So that you can feel comfortable allowing all of it to come forward. So that's what I did for months. I didn't, you know, use this in my uh, client sessions. I just practiced and then um, I started to see really good results and better results than what I'd been doing before. And <clears throat> she said, this is, this is the way that you need to be doing this. You need to use this light-coded sound um, to shift the DNA. And, and it's a collaboration between myself. I'm here on Earth right now. And, and so it's a collaboration between myself and this group of mantis beings that I work with. Because I see them. Uh, there's a collective, of course. There's thousands of them in the earth but i work with this one group there's about nine of them mm. and they uh all resonate at different dimensional frequencies and there's a purpose to that because the purpose is that i am here in this dimension and so they relate and they bring information to me as possible through different dimensional layers right what does your family <laughs> make of your shifting career <laughs> that's a great question um so because it happened slowly over a 10-year period um they got used to it and my kids were quite small when i started and they're they're teenagers now so they've just gotten used to mom getting slightly weirder over the years (laughs) (laughs) yeah quite honest that's you know it's just when i started doing the sound that was like a whole nother level for them because you know i'd be in my office and what are you doing (laughs) but uh They've been really wonderful about it. My husband especially has been really wonderful. He's just so happy that I've shifted from being closed down to really open. Yeah. We have a much deeper, more connected relationship now. What does he and, make of your work? Is he very supportive and open, or is he still a bit bemused by it? No, he is super supportive and open. He's not on the same path I am. He's not. Um, and, and there was a lot of question in my mind about, you know, oh, gosh, here I'm, I've really shifted into this whole metaphysical frame of thinking um and he's not that way at all he's very much focused on the here and now earth he's you know outdoorsy and he's a science he has a science background as well works in biotech still um and and so he but he's just very kind and he's just open and he lists i tell him everything because at first i wasn't and i realized oh that's just creating a big wall between us Hmm. so i just mustered up my courage and started telling him everything and that is the best. That's what I tell all my clients because a lot of people are going through this. They are in a relationship and they think that my spouse, whether it's man or woman, isn't going to support me. And the problem for most people, I think, is that they hide parts of themselves and they don't trust that their relationship can weather it. And, and the fact is, is that the more open and the more connected and the more honest you are with your spouse, mm. 
the more supportive it allows them to show up and be. And if they can't be supportive, well then, okay, then it's not meant to be. But I think the majority of the times, people just really need to be with the truth. Absolutely. Trust that, then great things happen. Can I ask you, with uh, your work now with the mantis beings, what do they say about the time period we're going in, this ascension period? What have they got to say about that? Well, they, um, you know, I'll be careful when I say this. It, it, I don't want to sound cataclysmic, but they do say that there are uh, many, many changes afoot, with this, which is nothing new. We all know that. Um, here's the way their perspective of it. The very texture of the electromagnetic environment that we are in is changing. Hmm. Um, what that means is that we are in, we're always in an energetic soup of electromagnetic energy, right? We emit electromagnetic signals from our heart, from our brain, quite strong. We're energetic beings. Uh, we're all vibrating. Everything's vibrating. The plants, the animals, everything has its signature. So we're in this soup together. And the very texture and feel of that soup has changed dramatically over the past couple of decades, right? Mm. And it's increasing in it. It's, it's like once that environment started to change, then change becomes easier. It's like uncorking it, and then it starts to shift and change, and then that change starts to accelerate and become more pervasive. So <clears throat> energetically speaking, the environment has changed, which requires human beings to literally use a new operating system in order to thrive in that new electromagnetic environment. Mm. That operating system, it should not be difficult to upgrade your software because we are biological beings, and biological beings, when they're in communication with their environment, which they always are, should naturally evolve, whether it's energetically or genetically, to meet, match the new environment that they're in. Plants and animals do this constantly because they have no filters, they have no blocks with their electromagnetic environment. Hmm. They're in an environment, they constantly communicate with it, and they constantly respond to those new inputs of electromagnetic signals. So the humans are no different. Our problem comes in that we are often very shut down or we are trapped behind belief systems or um, we call it density, right? Hmm. emotional traumatic experiences, um, what have you, belief systems, what have you, but we get stuck and we shut down our bodies, basically the connection between our brain, the way our brain interprets electromagnetic signals that come in, and the way that information is parsed out and sent around our brain, and then the way our physical body responds to those signals. So we're not really we often act like sponges with our environment as opposed to a pass through as opposed to a very sensitive tuning fork that is feeling into the environment and responding thusly so that's the way to simply upgrade your um, software but when we're shut down and we just absorb and we oh we resist right and we we fear then your software software doesn't get upgraded you are stuck in an old pattern trying to function in a new electromagnetic environment and suffering greatly for it. Yeah. I guess it's also the other element is the speed of change, isn't there? Um, Well, it is becoming more rapid. So getting back to what you first asked, the way the environment's changed, the environment has changed, will continue to change. There are more changes down the pike, whether those be eco-political, environmental. uh, All of that is shifting and changing, but the Earth... um, 
cannot support the way that humanity has tried to control nature, the way we are just so disconnected from nature, the way that we have used the planet um, as a thing as opposed to a living being with um, that completes our energy cycle. Literally, the Earth is what we're supposed to be plugging into and completing our energy cycle. And we've become unplugged from the Earth and disconnected. And, and that makes it very difficult for us to process energy, yeah. which is the other aspect of all of this, right? What does the Earth have to do with it? And so when we talk about the Earth responding to what's happening on her surface, we see that the Earth can't maintain what's happening anymore right because every biological system will always seek to come back into balance entropy right and through that process this is where things get very difficult for example um, the prominence of different new pathogenic microbes that we don't have treatments for because of the shift in the way that we are farming, the way that we are um, interacting with each other, the way that we have pushed medicine to the point where um, these microbes have become very virulent and um, mutated. Yeah. So I don't like to speak of uh, cataclysm and the end of the world. It's not so much the end of the world, but things are changing and shifting. And so it's become very important that we cultivate a really keen awareness of our environment and... Um, that we really bolster our biological systems and we really cultivate resilience within us. Yeah. And I know um, you're going to offer a, a kind of a, a piece of your work in, t in terms of offering sound, light codes through sound. And mm -hmm. is that going to be in terms of the shift we're going through at the moment, this kind of very intense period? Yeah. Um, so the mantis have talked to me quite a bit about, and my other guides as well. I, I work with the Arcturians, as I mentioned, and another group called the Divinians. And the Divinians are um, the group that teaches me quite a bit about the brain and about um, increasing longevity through neuroplasticity, meaning the ability of our brain to continue to create new neural connections and synaptic junctions and um um, evolution of our brains in this new electromagnetic environment. So um, the three of them bring in a lot of information about how to deal with the way the environment, the electromagnetic texture is changing. Um, and what's happening right now is that we're in this sort of lull right now, but it feels intense because we've gone through this major collective purge of um, density on many levels. Uh, the collective attachment to separation to annihilation of one species over another. Um, all of that is getting purged at the collective level and because we're all tapped into the collective as well as our own personal lives, um, we feel it. And whether we realize it or not, we're feeling what's happening at the collective constantly. Mm. So we're in, this, we're in this very intense period in, the, in the, the winter and the spring that is sort of lulling right now. And then we're gearing up towards um, for those who have done a lot of that clearing, uh, we're gearing up towards a fall, which will be um, a very rapidly moving energetic cycle where we will uh, have the ability to um, really manifest more quickly that which we have been working towards, um, things that have felt stalemated by all the retrogrades that are happening right now will really clear up and free up and you'll just feel that whatever it is that you're holding in your energetic field will come to pass very quickly. If you've done the work of clearing and 
clearing the density and just really in getting in touch with your intentions and what you want to bring into the world and manifest and help people and, and work with others in a way that is nurturing and nurtures the earth and yourself, then you're going to be able to manifest things rapidly in the direction you'd like to. Um, but if you still have things lingering in your energetic field that need to be dealt with, then those might too also um, create difficulty for you um, in a very rapid way, <laughs> rapid fire way this fall. Right. So yes, the, the tones I want to bring in are to help create resilience in your system, to help bolster in your immunity, um, to calm your nervous system, and to connect all of your systems into what I call the still point of your heart, which is where your master codes of DNA reside, and uh, help us remember the truth of our being, mm. and help to inform our brain. There's a connection via the vagus nerve from the heart to the brain, and all the organs to the brain um, that helps to interpret those electromagnetic signals that are coming in in a new way to help to upgrade that software and help the brain function Great. better. Jaylene, I'm passing it over to you. All right. If everybody could just get comfortable and close their eyes, take some nice deep breaths in through the nose out through the mouth. And when you breathe in, allow your breath to travel all the way down through your body to your belly. And you connect yourself to your physical being through the breath. As you release the breath, Allow any stress or worries or fears to leave your body. Good. Now start to visualize roots flowing downward from your body into the earth below you through the floor. As they meet the earth, they begin to spread out in all directions and travel downward through the many layers of the earth as if magnetically drawn to the center. They travel through soil and sand, rocks and water, layer upon layer of sediment, flowing through all of these layers of the earth of experience As they move through the earth towards the center, they begin to connect with earth's energetic core, her crystalline matrix of energy that lies at her center, not the hot molten core that we've been taught of in school, but her energetic crystalline core. Your roots anchor into this beautiful river of golden light. And as you anchor into this light, you open up a two-way line of communication between you and Earth, allowing her to send you healing light and energy, allowing you to release density and to complete your energy field. And the Earth is our constant companion. She is where every element 
that makes up your body has come from. She is your true mother. When you connect to your true mother, you connect to a part of yourself that is ancient and that enables you to come into a completion. And she begins sending up a beautiful bolus of golden light up these roots. And as you inhale, that light comes up through those roots, the same path they travel downward and moves towards your body. As this light comes to the base of your body, you may invite it in. And as you do so, it begins to blend and merge with every tissue in your body, every organ, every cell, flowing through all of these spaces and places within you, lighting up your DNA. and moves through your whole body, from your head to your toes, flowing through you and spilling out in all directions because it is in so much abundance. It is a never-ending supply of beautiful energy from the earth, always here for you, always available. And we're going to begin in the center of your heart, in the still point where the master codes of DNA reside within you that connect you into your ancient lineage, connect you into both your genetic heritage as well as your soul family, as well as the collective. Our heart informs our brain and our gut of the truth of our being. It helps our whole system to work well. And we bring all systems of the body into alignment and communication with these master codes of DNA and the still point of your heart through the tones, thereby bringing the nervous system into a relaxed and peaceful state allowing the immune system to function in its full potential, allowing our digestion of the energy that we are in, the foods that we eat, the people in our lives to flow through us effortlessly, allowing us to retain the nutrients and the information and the love that we so desire while allowing that which does not serve to pass easily through us and into the earth. Please take a nice deep breath in.
isto, não, não, não é isto, 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 não é isto, Take a few nice deep breaths. As you exhale, allow anything that does not serve to easily flow down through those roots into the earth, be transmuted, released. When you're ready, you can come back and open your eyes.